Oh, I haven't done that in a while. Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast. Oh, please stop. That brings Don't you do that. stories from Australia and his Oh, I buddies. hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It just makes you say, fuck me dead. I'm CJ. That's the worst one you've ever done. <laughs> the worst one you've ever done. Um, I'm Amanda. <laughs> and also, hello, we've not been here for a while. Mm. Um, apologies again for not releasing an episode last week. I feel like what happened was is we had this great idea on how we could improve our workflow and then realized how hard that would be to fix it within a week. I'm sorry. It was an un- unscheduled break, but now we're back and we know what we're doing. I-, I don't think people know, but we used to record on a Sunday night and we would have an episode finished by Tuesday night, which considering like how many hours do you think it takes you to edit? I don't know. Probably a good s- six hours usually. And I usually spend... Two to three hours total, like listening through, fixing up anything, uh, you know, social media stuff. Like we, we spend a decent amount of time on the podcast and to do that and work and all the other life stuff in two days and still get it out is insane. And I don't know how we've done it for this long. So we're just we're mixing it up a bit, trying to make our lives a bit easier so that we're not scrambling to get everything done within two days, essentially. So thank you for bearing with us. Is essentially what I'm trying to say. But also, like, life is a fuck, and it just kind of really got in the way this week, starting on Sunday, yeah. and just really hasn't let up. Yeah, it's um, it's certainly, <laughs> certainly been a week. Uh, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> like, uh, I'm glad it's a long weekend, but things are still a bit shit. If if I'm being honest, um, probably the forefront of my worries in this very moment right now is um, one of our cats is quite ill, which is like not we're good talking. At the best of times we're worried she may not be with us by the time this goes live, kind of thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's probably a possibility which upsets me a great deal. Um, I've I've had Pixie since I was nineteen. Um, I got her when I got my first job and she's now almost 16. So it's, it's very hard to think about, you know, life without her in it. It's, it's just, it's been rough. Not just that other stuff has happened, but that's sort of the, the thing I'm thinking about most today is. I woke up on Wednesday <laughs> in bed to a cat throwing up on me right through the blanket and into the mattress and through the new duva. Duvet? <laughs> what are you going to call it? Duna. It's a Duna. Duna. We did, our washing machine is not big enough to fit the duvet in it, so mm. I had to go to a coin laundry. I had to get cash out somehow to get coins. And then I think you came back to vomit everywhere by the time you got home, so... Well, while I was getting ready to leave the house, the other one came in, diarrhea shat on the floor next to me, threw up instantly and then left. I was like, okay. And we're this, this is the week we forgot to buy paper towels, so we've just had bits of toilet paper all throughout the house. <laughs> it's, uh, look... It's it's certainly been a week, um, and I'm well. I'm glad it's a long weekend. It's not really fixing the issues. And we had to go to regular cats shelter and clean them out, and they all yeah. had ringworm and giardia, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a week. I I like this is odd for me, but I had some scotch last night when I got home from work. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this week. It wasn't <laughs> my birthday scotch, was it? it? No. That's, that's, uh, your, it was birthday bourbon, by the way. It wasn't scotch, but all right. It is, yeah. Um, no, I had my scotch. Uh, don't worry. I didn't touch your 
Touch your bourbon. Although if you leave it there too long, I will drink it. I'm thinking of cracking it out on Sundays to go with the roast if that actually happens. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. I, I assume I'm allowed to have some. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, I feel like this opening was just a whole lot of bitching and moaning from us, so let's pick it up. Tell me something good that happened this week. Can can be something small, doesn't have to be big. You had a really good coffee, you know, anything. <laughs> I had a killer bagel, but that's not going to talk about it. I've been really, really enjoying the new Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Yeah, it's a series I've tried to get into previously, and I just keep bouncing off of it because its tutorials suck and it's really complicated and it doesn't explain itself too well. And I think just with everything, I, I don't know if it's like this one's just handled a bit better, or the fact that I'm speaking to people who are really into the series, or the fact that like everything else is just like going to shit. So I'm finding like having this big in depth thing to just like lose myself in and not think about anything else for a while is helping. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I'm I'm really into it. I think I'm only like halfway through the main story content, but you know, which I mean, it's only been out it hasn't even been out a week yet. But some people, mm. like, finished it on day one. So I've been enjoying that. And yeah, I had a good bagel. <laughs> what about you? I was going to say, I might say something similar about video games. Um, I've been really getting into, like, Valorant lately, which is good. But I, what I will say is I was starting to feel a bit over Siege, like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I played it a lot over the past, like, few years. And I was just sort of starting to feel a bit burnt out. But then the Rainbow event came back where it's like everything is fucking pink and unicorns. And I just had so much fun playing it last night. It was just a nice change from the super serious, uh, you know, strategizing that usually goes on in that game. It was just nice to like muck around. So that was was really good. Okay, well, before we jump into the the meat of the, um, the episode, I actually have an update on a story that I did. Okay. And I mean, I probably could have just included this as a story, but my last story was super short, so... This, this is what we're doing. I talked about this in episode 62, which wasn't, that was only a couple of weeks ago. But do you remember the cafe owner who insisted yes. he couldn't get staff because everyone's just lazy and wants to stay on Job Seeker or whatever? Is he now on Job Seeker? <laughs> he might be soon because uh, things, things aren't going well for him. Oh, no. What a surprise. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh, but it's funny. This article that I found was dated March 30th, so that's only a few days ago because we're recording this on the 2nd of April. And the cafe owner has been hit with a number of claims from former employees saying that he was a verbally abusive boss and a nightmare to work with. Fucking I am so shocked. knew it. <laughs> so shocked. Like, that's sarcasm. Like, I'm not shocked at all. This is exactly the thing that I was saying when we talked about this before. If you have a high turnover of, of staff, there's clearly something going on there. And I don't think it's the staff. Just saying. If you've got 200 people blocked on your social media accounts, you're the problem. <laughs> so to get more specific about the claims, the staff turnover is so high because the workplace is toxic. Staff are paid incorrect wages and breaks are regularly denied. That's against the law. So I've got some quotes from an ex-employee who was interviewed. Um, he even gave his real name, which I was like quite <laughs> surprised by. I'm not going to say it, but he did give his real name in the article. Um, so he was interviewed and said that he was a casual staff member for 10 months and ended up quitting because he felt completely anxious every time he went to work. Got a bit of a, a quote from him about what it was like to actually work there. And this is what he had to say about the cafe owner. Um, He was extremely abusive. He would use very intimidating and harsh language and would embarrass staff in front of customers. He would criticize waiters for the smallest of mistakes, but publicly. If you did one thing wrong, that was even a hint of losing profit, he would lose it at you. Like I'm talking bringing staff to tears. There were plenty of staff on the borderline of crime because of the way he spoke to them. And sometimes they did. Sounds like a great guy. He also said that there were more than 30 people who quit in his first six months. (laughs) 
That's a lot in a six-month period. Fuck. Um, so, of course, the cafe owner has denied all of this. But I, I don't know, dude. It's kind of sounding like it might not be people being lazy and it might kind of sound like you're the problem. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they should accept the abuse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, I have to talk about this before you like start the episode because not only did it validate everything that I said, which, you know, always feels nice, but what a fucking dickhead. Have no problem calling that bullshit out. He a big penis man. And not like the good kind, like he's a literal giant penis. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck that guy. That's, that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> How's the rest of the other stories? Because none of mine are fantastic. Okay. Uh, let me just, I can't remember. I mean, look, my first two aren't great, but they're not like super depressing. Yeah. And my last story is just a bit funny. It's, a, okay. it's super short, but it's, you know, amusing. I think amusing. we'll probably end on you then. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we spoke about this last week. It was actually two weeks ago now. Yes. Um, I spoke about a cow that washed up on a beach. Poor cow. So this is a follow-up to that story. Uh, another missing cow has washed up on a beach near Tyree. Is this the one I sent you? It is, yeah. Mm. Uh, however, unfortunately, this cow wasn't as lucky as our previous one, and it is well and truly deceased. Um, there are images in the article. They are censored, though, but it's still quite obvious, the state of the animal. The worst thing is, though, in our Discord um, messages, because we're talking over Discord right now, I can see the photo that is not blurred of the cow. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, it's, it's, it's graphic, I'll just say that. Um, so they believe this cow drowned, possibly one of the same of the herd of the previous ones, so it drowned during the flooding, and it was actually taken out to sea by the floodwaters, where it's assumed that sharks were eating it. I mean, the good news is it probably wasn't alive by that point. Yeah, true, true. So it had already begun to decompose by the time Beachgoers found it on Tuesday, which would have been two weeks ago now. So Tuesday last week, so it's like, what, the 23rd of March? I believe you. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sounds sounds logical. <laughs> Other than that, I've got some nice news from the area. Uh, residents of Tari, because obviously all, all their houses got flooded, um, they found a use for all their damaged carpets. They're rolling them out into the field for cattle to walk on, because there's an issue with the cows being, if they're in the like a boggy earth too much. Not only do you get this stuck, it uh, increases the risk of like infection and illness. Oh, okay. So there's now them. cows walking around in paddocks of carpet, because the carpet is something firm for them to stand on. Nice. Yeah, so it's not all bad news. But, I mean, like, can you imagine, like, going for your morning walk on the beach? With a dead cow? And finding what what's left of a dead cow. I don't know that if you were just walking along, judging from the photo, whether you'd even know it was a cow. But why are you, like, walking along on the beach at this time anyway? There's floods everywhere. Well, I mean, it doesn't look like it's flooding in the photo. Oh, we went down to the beach once and we found a shark. Just a little one. Maybe washed up. Oh, well, that's all right. It's just a baby. Dead. Oh, well, no, okay, that's not okay. I thought it was a lie for some reason. Have you ever story. heard of the um the salmon shark? No. Do you know what a chibi? Oh, is that like is that like the like it just looks like a mini shark? Kind of. So do you know what a chibi is? Yeah, I know what a chibi is. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like a chibi great white shark. That's basically it. Oh my god, that's so cute. And that's as big as they get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they look like great white sharks. So a lot of time, I think they watch them on beaches and people mistake them for that. But yeah, they're just <laughs> tiny sharks. See, I can handle a great white at that size. Yeah. <laughs> Poor cow. I f- I feel bad feel bad that's that's the way it went out i wonder what happened to the rest of them yeah that's what i was gonna say unfortunately it's probably not the only one that got washed out does that does that mean it's it's my turn now it is okay so i've got another throwback to an old episode don't know this is this is not the recurring theme for the rest of my (laughs) stories but i want to go all the way back to episode 19 do you remember what happened in episode 19 god no i don't (laughs) fucking remember what happened last week's episode (laughs) what um what was the title of that one I'm not going to tell you the title because that'll give it away, but we ranted about the NBN for a lot of it. Okay. 
But we also talked about an absolute asshole, and that was a guy named Richard Pussy. Ah, uh, yes. Whereas I'm going to call him from now on Dick Pussy. <laughs> that's what his name is. <laughs> Dick Pussy. <laughs> I am going to keep referring to him as Dick, because that's exactly what he is. I mean, that is like so underplaying how much of an asshole this guy is. But um, if you remember that name, it wouldn't surprise me, because he is the guy who filmed Dying Police Officers. Didn't give them any assistance uh, after they'd been hit by a truck after pulling him over. Uh, he is a garbage, garbage human being, and I have no problem saying that whatsoever. But yeah. the other thing about that is that he actually likes that he's been dubbed Australia's most hated man, which I hate. Isn't he single as well? I have no idea of his relationship status, and honestly, I don't care. But if you do sleep with him, what is wrong with you? I hope he's single so that when people, like when he goes on dates, people look him up and be like, ew. Yeah. God, could you imagine like that coming up when you Google your name? Let's type it now. What does happen if you type dick pussy into Google? <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to get some uh, other stuff that's not this guy, but Maybe. you know. We should change that. <laughs> are, are you seriously Googling it? <laughs> Link one, dick in pussy videos, xvideos.com. Is that something that like people search for on porn? I would like to see a penis inside a vagina. Is that what they type into Google? I would I, like to see. It sounds like it. <laughs> Maybe they're very polite people. I don't know. I can't relate. Um, yes. Anyway. Hello there, Pornhub. One penis, one vagina, please. <laughs> oh, God. You know, manners are underrated. <laughs> Just type in polite porn. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I kind of want to. Because I think it'll be hilarious. It'll be that guy that just tells you how great you are. Oh, yeah. Me, your stepbrother, finds you stuck in the window and politely gets you out. Yeah, it'll be that guy. <laughs> Getting way off track here, because um, Dick doesn't even deserve to look at porn. That's how much I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's back in the news, and it's for reasons associated with him being an absolute asshole. Back in October 2018, he got in trouble over a parking dispute, which seems like the most mundane thing to get in trouble for, but whew, okay. There is a video. Let me just get that prepared. So there's a video of it, and I'm going to show you, um, but I'll also briefly describe what happens in it. Now, it's very clearly in the CBD of Melbourne, and it seems like him and another person go for the same parking spot. Dick is backing into the car park <laughs> while another person is going forward. Sorry, this sounds Dick terrible, is doesn't it? In. <laughs> I mean, that makes no sense, but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he's backing into the spot, and someone else is trying to pull in forward to the spot, right? I mean, instantly, I kind of dislike the other driver because they're trying to pull forward into a car park, but you know me. Reverse parking is the way to do it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I reverse park always, but that's because it's very easy to do on a bike. And if you don't reverse park on a bike, I am judging you because that's not the right way. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they meet in the middle. And of course, good old Dick, he gets out of his car straight away and goes to talk to the other person. I have to admit, I don't drive a car, never have, never owned a car. But even if I did, my first thought wouldn't be to get out of the car to argue with someone. Honestly, yeah. I would probably just like pull out and let them have the spot. That's what I would do just to avoid a confrontation. But that is clearly not how Dick does things. I can't imagine what he said. There's no sound on the video. But he gets back into his car. Then he gets out again. Goes back over to the other car. Sticks his head in the window. And then they're obviously arguing or something is happening. He looks quite animated. And then he takes the keys out of the ignition of the other car. Walks away, gets in his car and drives off. What a cunt. Um, yeah. What's wrong with this dude? Okay, I'm going to send you the video. Like, how can he have all that money and still just be such a cunt? <laughs> I'm going to tell you his reasons why after you view it. 
His reasons for being a dickhead, or just why he no no stole his the keys? his reason for taking the keys. I mean, he just backed into that vehicle. Yeah, it, I couldn't quite tell if the vehicles actually touched or not. I think they have. If not, it's fucking close. And to I mean, be fair, I... upon rewatching, the guy is pretty much in the spot. The guy who's going forward before he starts backing in. So mm, I f- he just hasn't looked. I don't. I think. don't know because I feel like the other guys have started to pull again as well. We can't see the left of it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I also can't see whether he indicated to go into the spot or not. See, this wouldn't happen to me because I have a push-button car. So my car keys today is in my pocket. Oh no, what if he took that old coffee cup I've got sitting there? <laughs> like, and he's leaning right into the car. Like, it almost looks like he's, like, pushing him or something. Because he's moving his arms a lot. Looks like an older man as well. Yeah. <sighs> Thoughts now that you've seen the video? I mean, I still feel like... The car that pulled him behind him is in the wrong for trying to get that car park, but what the fuck about taking the keys? Even if it was a mistake, still no reason to like get out and have an argument. Still no reason to take someone's keys. I spoil it. Sorry, I rolled down. I saw his reasoning. Oh, God damn it! Well, I have to tell all of you anyway. It's uh, so Dick's legal team says that there's no proof that he even took the keys out of the ignition because in the video you can't see clearly what's in his hands. The car turns then- off after he shoves his hand in there. I know. Um, But then later it was heard in court that Dick thought it was appropriate to take the keys. So pick an argument for one, but whatever. Um, So he thought it was appropriate to take the keys out of the ignition because he felt the other man was not in a position to drive. So he's made his own judgment call that because this guy made a mistake over a parking space that he's not fit to drive. He is such a cockhead. I'm sorry. It's just he's so awful. Uh, Like all of that over just some confusion over a parking space. Like... He could have got out and said, mate, what are you doing? The end, right? Instead, he gets back out and has a confrontation, takes his keys, and then drives off. What did he do for a living? I don't even know. I don't even know if I I like if you Google his name, though, a Porsche dealership comes up. Oh, he's a finance broker. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, he's a tram driver at one point as well. And a nurse. Oh, God, I wouldn't want him looking after me. Finance broker and a property developer. So, to make... Just to really, um, I guess, paint a picture of how much of a dickhead this guy is. <laughs> Sorry, someone quoting on his time, his short-lived nursing career. Some aspects of nursing he was good at. Some aspects he was a complete failure. <laughs> I'd say it probably sums up his life, to be honest. Um, so because of COVID, Dick didn't actually have to come into the courtroom and instead appeared via video link. But he was repeatedly put on mute because he kept interrupting the proceedings with like weird things that had nothing to do with what was happening like he kept bringing up social issues like people not being able to afford legal representation and i'm like dude that's not you like why are we talking about this you can't afford that so what does it matter to you exactly i'll take note he's driving a bmw in the video yeah like i mean unfortunately dick has no problem with money uh he has a problem with his personality uh but not with money um so it seems really weird that he kept sort of like interjecting with weird stuff like that i think he was just trying to like derail it put put people off like you know what i mean but apparently like the magistrate basically said look you have to stop talking you need to let your like lawyer speak Mm. it was weird anyway um so he's still currently waiting sentencing over that incident the taking of the keys incident and the filming incident but because i'm a petty bitch i'm gonna also bring up another awful thing that he did just briefly get born do you remember how he screamed, I hope you die to a cancer victim? Because, you know, great guy and everything. No. I have a video of that too. I have a video of that too. Fuck me. He's just so bad. 
I don't know. How do people get to be like this? What happened in his life? I mean, like, I say that he said, I hope you die, but he said a lot more than that. That's just summing it up very briefly. What I, I do, like, hear um, very clearly is, I hope you die, you fucking slut, which he does He does actually say at the beginning of the video, I know you have cancer, but <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just... Uh, a fucking asshole. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about it. I know that there's a lot of, like, mixed opinions about that whole filming incident where people don't think that he should go to jail for it. I absolutely fucking think that he should. What a garbage human being. I'm not actually sure he's broken a law, to be honest, but... Yeah, I don't think you can go to jail for that, but the rest of it you can. I mean, he stole that guy's keys, that's theft. The whole police thing. There is a court case around the filming of um the police officers, but I do know that like there are actually like quite a lot of people in his corner for that because he didn't commit a crime. I mean, he did. That's why they pulled him over. But that he shouldn't be punished for the filming. I don't know. I, I think there has to be something severely wrong with you if you are filming people dying. I mean, the guy's clearly got a, a temper problem. Mm, absolutely. So like, I kind of feel like it's one of those things where I feel like we're going to talk about this in a year and he's going to have done something even worse. Probably. Like nip it in the bud now. I don't know, like, do you, is there, like, a, a civil responsibility to give assistance if you see someone in danger like that? I'm pretty sure it isn't, unless you're, like, a first aider or something. Uh, yeah, but even if you're a first aider, you still have to get permission, unless the person's unable to do it. Give it. Well, I don't think those police officers would have been able to give permission, so... Yeah. If, if you don't, don't know about that, episode 19, we talk about it, but it's just, I think it's just truly awful what happened and the way he reacted to it is disgusting yeah i just do we really want people like that walking around in society <laughs> send him off send him off to manis island and bring someone else back i just i feel like i don't understand how a human could look at another human dying like that and they died horribly and think i'm gonna get my phone out and cuss them out like there's something wrong mm. if that's your reaction like something really wrong Anyway, that was my story. Just just wanted to point out again what a cunt dick pussy is. <laughs> cunt dick pussy. Uh, look, my next story is not going to make you feel good. Is this the one you were warning me about? This is the one I've been telling about, you know, teared up writing it kind of thing. I've cried. I've cried once on this podcast before, and I have to tell you. Which episode was that? Uh, that was the one about the dog. <laughs> Which dog? The um, woman who killed the dog to get back at her ex. Ah, yeah. That, that one I did a... Uh, did cry in that's the only one that i've cried in so far on this podcast and look i'm a scorpio i don't like crying i don't like emotions so yeah look you might cry again fuck okay <laughs> i'd like to tell you about yet another new zealand animal of interest we're gonna be adding oh, them so up this there. is an animal story it is yeah i'm um, gonna fucking cry we're gonna, we're gonna add them out up there with a uh, perilous jack the dolphin you yeah. know we have patty the wanderer the dog we had mittens do you love mittens? And today I'm going to be... Well, today's animal friend is by far the bravest. He's a true hero. Oh uh, I'm, going to tell you I'm really getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story of George. George! George, he's a Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, cute. This is an old story. It was back in 2007. Okay. Would you like to see a picture of him first? Or Yes! Of course I want to see a picture of him. I bet he's the goodest boy. He's very nice. Oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> Oh my god, he's got a little old man face. I love it. Yeah, he, well, he was old. I think he's like nine or something in that photo. It's not old, but yeah, okay. Yeah, what's the lifespan of a <laughs> Jack a Russell? Senior. It's a senior. Russell lifespan. 13 to 16 years. It's oh, getting there. He's a senior, but you know, he's still still uh, got some years left in him. Yeah. So at the time the story took place, uh, George was living with his owner in 
Manaya, I think it's how it's pronounced. I'm not too sure. I've never actually really heard of this place before I read this article. In Taranaki, uh, which is on the North Island it's ne- of New Zealand. It's not far, actually, from where my grandmother lives. She lives in the Taranaki area. Um, so being a Jack Russell, you know, he's like 30 centimeters tall, and he actually had a heart condition as well. Oh, poor George. Yeah. Uh, George Turner was a 69-year-old Alan Gay, and he received George, also for some reason, no one knows what year Alan Gay was born. Okay. His quote is being born in 37 or 38. I like that. A man of mystery. <laughs> yeah, well, he received George from his... So George used to belong to Alan's neighbours, um, but when they moved away, they gave George to Alan because George spent most of its time over at Alan's place anyway. Oh. And uh, Alan lived alone, so George was his only companion. So the story takes place on April 29th, 2007. Now, the exact details of how many... Children are there and their ages, for some reason, uh, have become debated and varied over the years as the story's been retold. Uh, I'm going to quote based on the articles that were written at the time, because I figure that's probably the most correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, They claim that five children aged between four and 11 were walking along Kauea Street, I think it's pronounced again. Fucking no idea. My Maori is terrible. Uh, When suddenly two pit bulls came up behind them. 11-year-old Richard Roswain said they went for his four-year-old brother, Daryl Wilson. Quote, George tried to protect us by barking and rushing at them, but they started to bite him, one on the head and the other on his back. We ran of crying, and some people saw what was happening and rescued George. So George, as I mentioned, he's nine years old. He's a little Jack Russell. He's seen these pit bulls coming for these children, and he's jumped in to fend both of them off. Oh my god. He's too little for that. But he had to do it. Um, this... Uh, Thankfully allowed for the children to all escape unharmed, so none of the kids were injured. No. However, George, George unfortunately was really badly injured during the encounter and was rushed to a local vet, Stephen Hopkinson, who is quoted as saying that George's injuries were the worst he had ever seen in his career. Oh, no. And uh, Alan reluctantly agreed for George to be euthanized. No. A decision that Wikipedia says he came to regret, but I couldn't find anything elsewhere confirming this, so I don't know where that comes from. So, unfortunately... George passed away on that day. Are you finding I back? Don't like this are story. you finding back to <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> ah. So Alan said his dog died a hero. Quote: These two pit bulls rushed up and were going for the little boy. George went for them. It's what he would do. He didn't stand a chance, but I reckon he saved that little boy from being chewed up. Oh, you're such a brave boy. Yeah, Alan and George had lived together for seven years before this event. Oh my god, that is so sad. Alan had some choice words to say about pit bulls in general that I've decided not to quote here, but we'll leave that out. I actually don't agree with those, so that's, let's that's start why the I didn't bother bringing it up. I thought <laughs> you should know, but also he was quoted as saying it right after his beloved pet was murdered by them. So I can understand the mindset you might be in. I I'm look just just to the record, I'm definitely in the mindset of it's not the breed, it's the dog. Mm. If a dog's been, you know, raised improperly or has been taught that kind of behavior, then that's not the breed's fault. That's the owner's fault. And I don't agree with the stance against pit bulls or staffies or anything like that. Shortly after the incident, though, the two, like the day after, I think, the two pit bulls were caught and put down and their owners were prosecuted. Uh, This event was actually the final straw for the local government. Because this was like the latest in a spree of dog attacks in the months that had been happening in the months prior to this. So they swiftly implemented a zero-tolerance policy for unregistered, roaming, and menacing dogs. And what they did was they actually went around to all the properties of Manaya, which is only 400 homes, a very small town, mm-hmm. to locate these dogs uh, with the intent to destroy them, 
They'd be giving no warnings to the owners, they would just be taking them. Which is a bit extreme, but they weren't just taking them away and destroying them straight away. It sounds like the owners had the opportunity to buy their dogs back after paying mm. a fine, but also they were, like, desexing all of these dogs at the same time to, like, yeah. stop the aggressive behavior kind well, of thing. I mean, that, that's part of being a responsible pet owner. Yeah. Having them desexed, having them registered, keeping them in your yard. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in whatever pet you have not Roaming being on your property. Like, I like don't, seeing cats when I go for it. a walk, but I'm also like, should Same, you be here? I'm like, go home. You don't belong out here. Yeah. You're going to get hurt. Like, don't. And I definitely, like, from growing up in Papua New Guinea, you know, I'm very, very wary whenever I see a dog off a leash by itself. Just because, like... I'm a dumbass. I would go up to any dog. <laughs> no, that's so... Like, I just remember all the, like, the wild... Like, the wild dogs in New Guinea and stuff that be on the streets and, like... It's so bad. The amount of, like, in... Ugh, yeah. And that's the thing, though, like, I, I know that, uh, that, you know, the whole um, not being mad at, at pit bulls or, or staffies or whatever isn't a popular opinion. Mm. But the thing is, that incident, like, George didn't have to die. That in- incident could have not happened if those dogs were just owned by people who were responsible for them. Yeah, or weren't wandering and around the streets. that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. That's very upsetting and just so needless. Like, there was no reason for that to happen. I don't know. Following George's death... He was awarded three medals. Oh, he deserved every one of them. <laughs> uh, he received one from the Royal New Zealand Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, who normally actually only handed awards to people for their service in protecting animals, um, but very rarely they actually hand them out to animals. And he was the first dog to receive their bravery medal in 17 years, and he was also mm. the first non-police dog to ever receive it. I knew he was a goodest boy. I knew it. Gerald Hudman, a US Marine veteran of the Vietnam War, was so impressed with George's actions that he actually decided to give one of his three purple hearts to George. So the dog was awarded a purple heart. And following later in the year, after he died, they erected a bronze statue of George in Manaya. Oh my god. I'll send you a picture of it. Which is actually how I found out about this story, because I think this statue popped up on Imager and I saw it. And then I read, I saw Kauai Street, oh, and I'm God. like, that's in New Zealand okay. with a name you like just, that. You just broke me, by the way. <laughs> I told you. I mean, what really should have given away that it was in New Zealand is the fucking thing in the background that says Taranaki, but I wasn't reading that. I was looking at the dog <laughs> statue. Oh my God. Why'd you do this to me for? <sighs> yeah. So that was erected in 2007. In 2009, George was awarded the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals Gold Medal, which is a. United Kingdom Foundation. Um, the gold medal is recognized as the animal equivalent of the George Cross, which is the equivalent of a Victoria Cross for those of us who are not in the military. Okay. So this is like the highest bloody honor you can receive as a member of the Commonwealth. He deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. The reward was presented and hung on the statue of George in the town, and it was awarded to him by then, uh, at the time, Governor General of New Zealand, Anard Satyanad. Which, if you live in a country that doesn't have a governor general, it's they essentially represent the queen. Mm. And they've sort of got the powers over the parliament to some degree as well. Like, they can override the prime ministers. It would be kind of like if, you know, Joe Biden gave an award to a dog. That was what the equivalent mm. of it is like. That's the story of George. He deserves it. Look how happy that little deserves, statue is. He deserves everything. Like, his mouth is open. His I tongue. know. It's so cute. It's so... <laughs> That's so sad. I know. And I like I read the like, I read all this stuff like a week ago, and I didn't write the article again to today. And I was like, "That's all right, I can write it now. It'd be sad." And I was reading it again today, I'm like, "Oh, George, 
<laughs> well, I've, my nose is running now, so that's great. <laughs> I told you. And everyone else out there, I'm very sorry. Um, yeah. I, I like... I wanted to tell you the story, but I didn't mean to make you cry. It's one of those things where I'm like, we just we just don't deserve dogs. We don't. They're too good for us. That's why we don't have one. <laughs> no, we don't have one because we can't, but... <laughs> uh, I, w- I wonder if George knows about his statue. I hope he does. Yeah, so I think... Because um, like I said, it's near my grandma's house, so if I ever do find a go to visit her in New Zealand... Oh, I have to write an email to her to thank her for the card she sent me, actually. Ah. Oh. Didn't send me an email though. God damn it! Maybe she has. I'll double check. <laughs> we were we were considering at one point doing just an episode of uh, CJ's emails from his grandmother because My I gotta Lord. tell you they are fucking wild. They like I so have never heard anything like it before. We might do that at some point just because they're so entertaining. And I swear, like every time you read one out to someone, they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" They're good. They're just they're wild. I don't understand. It's like a like a stream of consciousness on a on an email. It's weird. It's they're weird. I'm just trying to say I've got I'm just checking how many emails I've got. I got them going back to 2014. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so I guess from one animal story to another. Mm-hmm. This one's not going to make you cry. I mean, maybe it would if it happened to you, but so I've got a story about a deadly Australian animal because you know that's original for this podcast. We've definitely never done one of these stories before. It's about a lot. I mean, we have we've done it a lot. Half our content. But yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about jellyfish, though. Have we ever talked about jellyfish? Which jellyfish are we going to discuss? So we're going to discuss, and now I may get this pronunciation really wrong. I'm so sorry. We're talking about an Irukandji jellyfish, which I learned something today. I didn't know that box jellyfish describes a group of different species of jellyfish Hmm. that share similar... Box shapes? Yeah, basically. So I didn't know that, but uh, that's what we're going to talk about. It is a box jellyfish, and they're fuckers. So <laughs> a woman in her 20s was stung by one of these jellyfish, which, uh, spoiler, they're extremely venomous. And she's currently in hospital. So she had to be airlifted from the Sundays to a nearby hospital Fuck. after she was stung. She is, however, now reported to be in a stable condition, so I think she's going to be okay. But there was another recent report of a box jellyfish sting. And unfortunately, that man passed away on March 1st. And he was 17. Fuck. His death was the first in 14 years from box jellyfish. Box jellyfish are highly venomous, but we don't get a lot of deaths from them. I don't know if that's like a combination of reacting quickly, better treatments, that sort of thing, or if... I don't, I don't think what's they are the, rare the, in the north of the country. What's the injury? Like, how, how, how many people are stung a year? Well, I didn't see those statistics, but I, I don't know. Mm. So, box jellyfish are basically the fucking worst. Um, they're really, really fucking small. They're only about one to two centimeters. So, good luck seeing them when you're in the water. Yeah, so they're just really hard to see. And symptoms generally don't happen immediately. Obviously, you feel the sting. But there are a lot of things that can sting you in the ocean. So... You, you might not automatically take it too seriously. Um, so it can take up to an hour before you start experiencing headaches, body pain, muscular cramps, vomiting, you know, just your general box jellyfish stuff. What does it need to kill? <laughs> I don't understand. It's so small. Like, Why, calm like down. It's like those like, poison frogs. Like, one drop of its venom can kill 46 million <laughs> humans. Why does it need that? Yeah, I don't understand. What is it planning to do? Down. What is it it's fighting off that we don't know about? 
I mean, the answer is that it's probably whatever attacks it isn't as susceptible to the poison as us, but... Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, look, they're not always fatal, uh, clearly, because this, this woman is looking good at the moment. Um, but from what I understand, it actually depends on the severity of the sting. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, I'm comparing this to a blue bottle sting. Stabbed a little? I'm sure it's or probably stabbed not the a same lot. thing. Stung Pretty a much. little? So, like, a lot. you know... Occasionally you get like a blue bottle sting that's just barely touched you and you're like, oh, fuck, that's bad, but it's not too bad. Whereas if you get like their, what are they called? Tentacles. Are they tentacles? Whatever they are, stuck on you, then you're fucked and it's really painful. So I assume it's like that. It depends on how bad they get you, basically. But either way, whether they get you a little or a lot, you're going to have a bad time. I just went to Google, do jellyfish have tentacles? And if you type, do jellyfish have, you get brains, eyes, hearts, genders, mouths, bones, organs, feelings, a nervous system, muscles. Feelings? That's so wholesome. (laughs) Do jellyfish have feelings? (laughs) Do they have muscles? I mean, they'd have to have something, right? Or a nervous system? Well, surely they move, right? So something has to be pushing them around in the water. Jellyfish feed on tentacles. Most jellyfish so have tendrils or oral arms coated with thousands of uh, microscopic oral arms. nematocytes, which is a type of venomous cell. Uh, yeah, Imagine if like your that. mouth was a tentacle that hung off your yeah, body. That. that is how the jellyfish be. You know, thank you. Okay, no, I'm not into this at all. This is not good. Okay, so <laughs> box jellyfish aren't only found in Australia, but... In boxes. <laughs> Where they are found is at the top of the country, so like we don't have to worry about them down here. But they're like northern Queensland, northern territory, northern Western Australia. Um, I think they're also like in like Bali, like all up there. I like the yeah, tropics up there, above us. I like the warm weather. Here's my PSA: Don't go to the beach. Stay out of it. What the fuck just happened? Was that a ghost? Where were we? Box jellyfish. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, we just had a cat do it. Our sick cat just had a moment. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Bit worrying. Yeah, I was just saying that my PSA is uh, stay out of the beach. Don't go, look, go to the beach, have a good time, but don't go in the ocean. Like, there's too many things in there that want to hurt or kill you to stop. The ocean's the best part of the beach. No one goes for the fucking sand. Except for, like, those really cool sand castles. Or people who sunbathe. Which, also, don't do that in Australia. What are you thinking? Do you reckon, like, I wonder how many of our listeners are, like, those kinds of people who, like, wake up in the morning and then sun their arsehole? Apparently, it has a lot of health benefits, so have at it. But also, don't get skin cancer on your rectum. Don't get skin, don't get sunburnt on your butt. <laughs> God, how painful oh, would that be? Imagine trying to poop with like a sunburnt ah! asshole. Fuck, man. No, 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 uh... no. <laughs> Thank you for that mental picture. Now, now your story. <laughs> My story. Have I ever spoken to you guys about Nazis? Oh, God, is this coming back? <laughs> well, look, we had a week without it. I so, thought we were know, done. I can't let ASIO think I'm over it already. Who's your um your ASIO worker? I don't know. You know, the one that watches you all the time? Yeah. No idea. They haven't told me their name. Oh. You've got who? Linda? Okay. Linda, yeah. Well, Linda looks after both me and Ali, so. I don't know. <laughs> you have to give him a name. I mean, she didn't tell us her name. It's assigned it to her? I assigned it to her. So, sorry, Linda, if your name's not Linda, but here Maybe we go. Maybe should be like that. TikTok I saw yesterday and give my ACO minder a funny name like those people naming their cats. Someone out there has named their cat Mozzarella Television. How how do you call out to that? Like there was another one called Stovetop or Stubborn for short. Stubborn. Stubborn. I kinda like that. <laughs> there was one called Egg, which is fine. I call Pixie and Egg half oh, the time. Yes. 
That's a good one. I like that. Football season is back on in Australia. At least the AFL specifically is back on, which is making my work a bit quieter, I think, because everyone's going to somewhere where there's a TV so they can watch the football. Yeah, we got that's back on from prior episodes of this podcast. We know that Nazism is pretty big in Victoria right now as well. So whilst leaving the AFL match at the Melbourne Cricket Ground on March 20th, which was my birthday, a young Jewish man took a photo of a fellow football goer on the train station platform at Richmond who's wearing a hat that he's added a Nazi swastika patch to. Ew. Which is not illegal in Australia. No, it's not, but also, ew. You can fly a Nazi flag in this country and it is not against the law. I mean, I guess at least you know who the shit cunts are. Dever Abramovich, who we've spoken about before, he's the Anti-Defamation Commission chairman had this to say on the matter. Quote, If the state government does not put an end to this sickening and escalating crisis right now, Victoria may become known as the swastika state instead of the garden state. Our city is being invaded by these agents of hate, by these final solutionists who are spitting in our faces and who have no fear of proudly exhibiting this evil emblem, which represents the extermination of millions, knowing full well that the law is on their side. Quite dramatic, but I agree. I totally agree as well. (laughs) I think if this doesn't work out for you, Devere, you might have a good career in writing. Mm. <laughs> uh, so he's Absolutely. still pushing for the state government to pass laws banning public displays of Nazi ideology, uh, which just the, earlier this month was also recommended by the Victorian Parliamentary Committee. So hopefully the laws are going to change sometime soon. And uh, of course, Premier Daniel Andrews has said his government would support outlawing Nazi symbols, which I would fucking hope. Yeah, right. But that's it, yeah. Can we just doesn't like, say what football team they are? Nazi stop with supported. the Nazis. Just like stop. Get a new hobby. Get a new hobby. Sort yourself out. That's my last quick story. Apologies if this uh, episode seems disjointed. I swear we're like stopping all the time to check on the cat, <sighs> um, which we just did again, by the way. Uh, so I guess that brings me to my last story, and it is literally five sentences long. So it's it's a quick one. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's super quick, but I wanted to include it because I feel like this is something, like if I were going to get in trouble, this would be the sort of thing that I'd get in trouble for. A man has been ordered to pay an $800 fine after he was caught trespassing late at night at SeaWorld on the Gold Coast in January. He, uh, he represented himself in court and he pleaded guilty. He was not denying at all that he was at SeaWorld when he wasn't meant to be. We do live near the zoo. <laughs> It would not be hard for you to go to the zoo at night. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, why was he at SeaWorld so late at night? I mean, it's the article kept saying, like, so late. And then I looked at it, it was like 9.40 p.m. And I'm like, dude, it's not like 2 in the morning. Yeah, Calm I mean, down. they do close at like 5, though, I think. So. Like, it, it's definitely outside of hours. The place was not open. It was definitely trespassing. Um, but why? Like, why was he at SeaWorld? Get a turtle? He told... He told the magistrate that he wasn't drunk. He just wanted to see the seals. <laughs> that's he, it. That's all. He, he couldn't. He couldn't wait till tomorrow. He had to go right now. Yeah. <laughs> just needed to see those damn sea dogs. Couldn't, couldn't watch YouTube videos of them. Just had to go see them. No, 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 no. Had to go. Had to go to SeaWorld. <laughs> had had to see some seals. I think. I, love I think it. he's going through some shit. I think that's the most wholesome reason I've ever heard for trespassing. <laughs> Uh, being at the zoo when there's no one else there is pretty fucking cool, though. I remember I used to, like, do my intern days at Toronto Zoo, and I'd get there at, like, six in the morning, and there'd be no one there. I'd beat all the keepers to it. And then, like, you go out to your first, like, thing you got to do in the morning, and the zoo is not open yet. It's all quiet. There's no one there. It's just, like, you and a bunch of animals. You're like, hell yeah. Critter time. 
Well, may- well, maybe that's why this guy wanted to go. Wanted to enjoy the seals while no one else was around. Could be. Wanted a quiet moment to observe the seals. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and like the headline, the headline got me. And I was like, I know I have to do this even though it's so short. Man who broke into SeaWorld tells court he just wanted to see the seals. Daily Mail? <laughs> no, it was Nine News. Uh, I mean, like, what else are you going to add to that? <laughs> I thought it was great. I'm not condoning trespassing at SeaWorld, by the way. I just SeaWorld sea- Seal Sputter. Caught in the act? Spontaneous SeaWorld Seal Sighting. Sued for trespassing. Nice alliteration. Mm. You should be in journalism. Just, I just, just want to write the headlines. <laughs> just like how I, I just want a job creating titles for things, like like titles for movies and stuff. Um, I really want to make, uh, I, for some reason, I think I really like if people could pay me like a living wage to do this, I would love to uh, come up with titles for porn videos. Okay. Like porn parodies. I can that be really funny. I want to write headlines. I don't want to write the article. I just want to write the headline. You come to me. Okay. You tell me okay. the thing. I'll write. You're going to do this on Fiverr. Absolutely. Five bucks, I'll give you a headline. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sure, do it and see what happens. Need a headline, yeah, five bucks. I know, like, seriously, What's story I, about? I, I think you could do that because, like, I can't come up with titles of stuff. This is why you name the episodes because I can't fucking think of anything. Mm. And when I do name them, seriously, it's, it's a curse. When I name the episode, no one listens to it. <laughs> like, it's not a joke. Like, that's real. If I name the episode, it gets way less listens. I don't even think any the one other. that you did name was that bad. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was a good title. That's why I was like, yeah. It's clearly not. Clearly, my sense of humor is not for everyone. What what one was that? You won't won't believe the amount of dicks. I named that episode. It's our worst performing episode. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it was just a comment I made at the end of the episode. It was. Because we spoke about a lot of penis in that episode. That's the bread and butter of this podcast. Poop penises. You pretty much... you, You also coined Toss a Sex Toy to Your Witcher. No, to your that, I mean, treasurer. no, I didn't. I That's still all you. I just said to you, because the, the Witcher was so popular at the time, I'm like, try and do a parody on that. Oh. And that's how you came to by, that. By I made way, a suggestion. I didn't name it. Filming has wrapped up on season two of The Witcher. I know. I know. Just fucking release it already. I don't care if it's an unedited mess. Just give it. <laughs> just give me another six episodes of... What's his name? Yeah. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill sitting there. Oh, I want it's Geralt. just Henry Cavill in the Geralt outfit painting Warhammer figurines going. Mm, you know what? Fuck. That's all I need in life. <laughs> Give me a live stream of that and I will sit there for as many hours as you broadcast. Doesn't even like Warhammer. Don't still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because I was uh, talking about The Witcher recently and I remember when Henry Cavill was announced as Geralt, I was so fucking mad. I'm like, how dare you? I think you? a lot of people how were. How dare you make Superman fucking Geralt? Good like, Geralt. it doesn't fit together. He is such a good Geralt. I take back everything I said when he was announced. <laughs> he is so good, honestly. <laughs> he uh, he definitely had, like, the whole, like, attitude down. Like, it's just, he's good. I take it back. I really hope the 40K TV show they're working on is good. Is he going to be in it? I don't know. I feel like he has to be. Kind of cool if he was. I feel like he was, like, part of the reason that it had, like, another boom in popularity. I mean, lockdown yeah. helped a lot because a lot of people were like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back well, to that yeah. fucking miniature thing I used to do as a kid. And then, yeah, but then you had, like, he did it as well, which I think a lot all of people were like, yeah. got a lot of people into it. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like 40K is, it's dumb. It's really fucking dumb. <laughs> but there's too much there to not have it be in, like, TVs and mo- TV or movies. Like, people fucking love the shit out of Star Wars. I don't see why 40K can't also get that same love. Do you have any interest in the uh, Dota? The Netflix Dota thing? I kind of didn't realize it was happening. 
Uh, and then, oh no, I knew it was then All I heard about it was the first. I, I I think I heard about it and I forgot. And then the next thing I heard about it was in the Dota Netflix anime. There's like a a group sex scene with Australian elves because the elves all have Australian what? accents. And I was like, what? So I'm kind of curious enough to watch it just for that bit. The elf sex. Um. <laughs> okay, so okay, we see where your interests lie. Okay, no. um. Um, that's all I've heard about it. Is there is a scene in it with like an elf and an Australian okay. accent, and it's a sex scene. I'm like, what? I don't remember that part of playing Dota. I played Dota for like 1,300 hours. That never happened. <laughs> I don't remember it being a part of Dota either. Uh- <laughs> But, I mean, I'd actually heard that it was pretty good. I mean, I'm kind of curious. I hadn't like, heard how about you, the Australian elf sex scene how, thing. How do you turn Dota into a TV series? I don't know. Don't it watch. would have to be, like... I mean, there's not even, like, a lot of lore, I've, right? Yeah, I guess. I think there is a lot of lore, but mm, I wouldn't pay attention of. to it. But, like, yeah, what is it about? I was going to say, I have no patience. Are they going to run down lanes and, like... <laughs> I mean, you could make that, like, way more epic than it actually is in the video game. I feel like you could, you could have it in... You could have it as, like, a weird sports show. But it's like gladiators, but like that's just how the gladiator rings work in this world. They're like, is this just Hunger Games? But creep lanes instead. I don't know. Like I, I genuinely don't really watch video game TV shows or movies because I don't think I've seen a good one. They're all pretty bad. I, admittedly, I think the last one I watched was the WoW movie. Fuck, that was terrible. By the way. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did feel like I had to watch it because you know the main character is an Australian actor. But fuck, he didn't do a good job at I've it. I've heard the Prince of Persia movies. Well, I don't right. think it was his fault. I don't think it was his fault. I think it was uh, the script and the movie, to be honest. Not uh, not his acting abilities. But <laughs> although I remember seeing him at um, Supernova, it was just after that movie came out, and um, a lot of people had like wow questions for him, and he's like, oh, I have no idea. I don't play video games. <laughs> it was the most boring interview I've ever seen in my life, oh where my he just knew nothing. God, they're making a Minecraft movie. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I've heard Ghost of Shima's game. These are all like the un- these are all the announced but un- like no mm. released out ones. Minecraft. Tom Clancy's The Division. Bobby, seriously, like, think- can you think of a good video game movie or TV series? I don't mind Detective Pikachu. You know what? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a kids movie, yeah. but it was, it was okay. Wait, they're making a Just Dance movie. They're making a Tomb Raider. Tomb movie that already exists, doesn't See, it? See, I don't think Tomb Raider is good either. I know that I know that it's an excuse to get Angelina Jolie in some like real short shorts, but I don't find her it's attractive. Not a good movie. I'm straight and I find her attractive. No, nah, there's something weird in her face that turns me off, and I don't know what it is. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I, yeah, no, I do not find Angelina Jolie attractive at all. I'm not saying she's hideous. I just I don't get it. I really don't get it. Yeah. Oh, there's a Monster Hunter movie. Yeah, I just I don't think I've ever seen, and I know that some people will be sitting there saying, "You just raved about The Witcher, not a video game TV series, yeah, a book TV series." Yes. All right, let's, let's rank it by Rotten Tomatoes rating. What is the best rated video game movie? Okay. On Wikipedia, we don't do a pop culture podcast, Ooh. by the way. <laughs> the best rated one is Detective Pikachu at sixty-eight percent. That makes sense because it it was good. It was like it wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was a good like sit there and not think for an hour and a half yeah, movie. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know, like it wasn't that deep. Was I've good. heard the Prince of Persia one wasn't terrible either. I haven't seen it. God, I miss that series. I wish they'd bring it back. I mean, they might. Oh my God. Angry Birds Movie 2 has a 73% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. There are two Angry Birds movies? <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> if you want to get into like anime movies based on video games from Japan. I feel like that's I, different. I feel like it's different as well. But Yo-Kai Watch, which is kind of like Pokemon, has a really high rated one. 
Anyway, we've now crept on for 20 extra minutes. I should probably wrap this up before we go. Welcome to yeah, Fuck I was Me Dead, Pop Culture we Special. Do a pop culture. Maybe we should do an episode because like, I am so detached from pop culture. I think I hate most things. I, there's this weird thing where like, <laughs> if something gets popular enough and it's around all the time, I just get fucking sick of it. Can't stand superhero movies. I'm so sick of hearing about fucking Star Wars. Ah, uh, I just well, I like. I mean, I've never been a huge Marvel fan, and I feel like we've had Marvel shoved down our throats for like what the years. last. Yeah, I'm done. I'm so done. Please stop. I just I don't and care. Like, I'm like, oh, that one looks good, but I haven't watched the twelve other movies that I need to watch this one. And... Yeah, and I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Like, I'm just not gonna do that. I think the last one I seen was like the first Avengers, and. In, in order anyway. I think I have seen the other ones. I can't remember, to be honest. There's too many of them. This is the problem. The l- I don't think I've even seen all the Iron Mans or the anything. The last one I watched and really, really enjoyed was Thor Ragnarok. That's actually a fun have movie. Have I seen that? I don't know if I've seen it. No, you haven't. But there was a lot in that movie where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like I was, I was in the, the theatre <laughs> watching it, and there's like a scene where fucking Loki's on screen. I can't fucking stand Loki for starters. And he looks at something. And everyone started laughing, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And my friend's like, that's the thing he wants it from the other film. And I'm like, the fucking what? <laughs> the what? <laughs> it was the MacGuffin in the first Thor movie. I'm like, I fucking hated that movie. All right. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't super like Marvel. I think they're, like, the movies are just, like, again, like, filler. Like, you don't have to think about them. They're just there and they're happening. I find it kind of boring, to be honest. I did like the um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I kind of feel like that was before the boom. Yeah. I liked them. They were pretty good. Uh, but then sort of everything after that, I'm like, just stop. I wish that we would get like more DC movies. Like I feel like they're, I feel like they're not popular because they're not that, that Marvel style where it doesn't really matter. Like it's not deep. It's just it is what it is. Whereas like I feel like DC is like way darker. What about... um? I don't know. Fuck it. If you want to tell us which superheroes you hate, you can email us at <laughs> fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at fmedeadpodcast. And you can visit our website, fuckmedeadpodcast.com. Subscribe if you can. Leave us a review if you'd like to. We'd really appreciate it. And if you want to donate money to the show for whatever reason, we'd really appreciate it. And you can do so over at coffee.com forward slash fmedeadpodcast. Just one last thing. The new Suicide Trailer looked really good. It did good. look pretty good, actually. That's my last pop culture thing. <laughs> Now, now, now we can finish. Now that I've said that the Suicide Squad trailer looked good, we can finish. <laughs> Goodbye. <Bye. laughs>